0: Uh, You are listening to What the What. This is Jeff, hasher extraordinaire.
1: This is Renee, um, writer, teacher.
2: And I'm Scott, and I'm a filmmaker and a photographer, and uh, I like puppies, but I like cats better.
0: Good for you. We all like (laughs) cats better. And tonight we are, since it's uh, August and Halloween stuff is already in the stores for some reason, we are going to be talking about monsters. But before we do that, Scott, what are you drinking over there? So um,
2: I am drinking, uh, it's called Funkworks, uh, white Belgian style wheat ale with spices, which um, I'm sure is local to somewhere, like they make it somewhere, right? But I have no idea where, and I just realized that it's uh, Best Buy um, about a month ago. So, oh, is my Best la- Buy date
1: has
0: fast, yes.
1: So, let me see the graphic design of that one. Okay. I do not drink it, but okay. that's a Beer solid, is best like, whenever you
0: actually are drinking it. Yeah. And I've actually got a couple options here. They are both from Tucson. Uh, I think they're both from Tucson.
1: Yeah, Borderlands. Yeah.
0: Well, they're both from Arizona. That's close enough. Um, Haas Brewing, I've got their Coffee Colch, which is pretty good, because that will run out pretty soon. I've also got Borderlands, Noche Dolce, which is one of the best beers brewed here in Tucson. And at this point, I'm going to kick it over to Scott to kind of tell his little story. But Scott what? did not do his homework, so what? we're going to kick it back to Renee, because she's got something to tell. <laughs> I
2: was supposed to have something funny, but nothing happened to me this week.
1: Nothing? You just laid in the nothing. bed? Just laid there?
0: No, not even
2: that. <laughs> I mean, nothing it was, it was a state a, it, of was a void. it was suspended a, it was animation a void. since our last session.
1: Yeah. So, um, a very scary thing happened this week to me. I I work downtown at the library, and so I part of what we do during the work week is we walk, we walk to um, we walk to go get a snack or a food or something. You know, we get out of the building, we walk downtown where there are pigeons, which are those like rats that fly, right? And so so we are walking and one of those pigeons flew up at us and, you know, there's that moment in life when you're confronted by a true terror and you have to decide what type of person, like your true self is revealed. I threw other humans in front of my, like I I took my coworker and basically put like a George Costanza, I just like pushed her in front of the bird and screamed and it was... Truly, like, now people will say, why are you so afraid of birds? Well, anything that could, that flies could potentially fly into your hair and get stuck there. So there's, it's true terror. So, like, no matter what we talk about today, nothing tops a bird. Like, a bird is the worst possible thing in the world. So, like, Birds by Alfred Hitchcock, that's true terror right there is a bird.
2: And those were monsters. Those, those birds—they were now,
1: birds. They are dinosaurs. They're the closest thing to dinosaurs, and they're walking. Well, they're flying around, terrorizing people, flying up.
2: You know what I would like to us. point out, though, um, is that pigeons are really just doves that haven't had all the advantages. <laughs> so maybe you should think a little more kindly.
1: They're all horrible. There's nothing you can say. I think
2: that's classist. There's no redeeming. I think that's classist. It Renee. is.
1: And then I'm a classist because those those things are the worst. And that one attacked us. It was going for the throat. It might
2: be was. the purple
0: hair. It,
1: was, the they, so, it saw the purple hair. was so tempted.
0: Sorry, so are you saying that pigeons can be bright too, just like oh. doves?
1: <laughs> Did you that get
0: that? Pigeons can be bright? Like doves?
1: Joe. There's a Joe Biden quote out right now. It's oh, a, is there? A Joe Biden, it was a big faux Joe Biden gap. Yeah. It wasn't a
0: faux pas. Joe Biden's just like, we'll skip that. Um So. Speaking of things that we need to address, we do need to do a shout out to our producer Anna, the silent partner in all of this. She is out there. You can't see her. You can't hear her. She is like God. And now we're going to get into our discussion about uh, monsters, monsters, monster monsters. movies, and I guess I guess at this point we can just talk about birdemic for twenty five minutes since that's just, the most terrifying thing in the world. So bad. What is so bad? Birdemic.
1: Birds. But there was that article that came out said that if you want to stop a seagull from from terrorizing you, you have to look him in the eye. Did you see that? You just looked them in the eye. <laughs> well, British... how can
0: you look them in the eye if your eyes are closed and you're screaming
1: throwing I... your
2: friends in, in front of you? Just... Well, and just the, um, the logistics of that, because their eyes are on the side. Yeah. So you can only look them in the one eye. So maybe you need two people to stand on either Constant side of Constant vigilance, essentially, yeah. is
1: what we're talking about with look them in
2: the eye.
0: All right, moving right along. I think monster movies are stupid. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking about monster movies, stupid so, monster I, movies. All right. So I just w- want to get that out.
1: Scott always has a hot take, so Scott's hot take.
2: Because because monsters aren't real. That's the end of my like.
1: So okay. So, you're saying that film should only be about real stuff.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I, doesn't everybody know that? Like that why would we make movies about things that don't happen? Things, uh, why would we make movies
0: about things that don't exist? Like that just befuddles me. Seriously. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with him. I don't know why we have the Ten Commandments or Jesus of Nazareth. Um,
1: That's another hot take.
0: <laughs> the third week in a row that I'm pissing somebody off.
1: <laughs> so many more um,
0: words. All right. So, so Renee, what, besides birds, what are, what, are, what are some of the, like, when, when you think back on your life, some of the movies that really got you, like, that you thought were terrifying? Well, or, or do we want to talk about, like, what we consider a monster movies actually be? Because that's actually kind of a pretty broad. That, like,
1: yeah, because let's talk about yeah. that. Because, yeah, like, for me, that. like, like monsters are a subset of horror. But I, you know, I don't know, like, whether or not I've truly seen, besides birds, a horror, a film about monsters that I found scary. Oh, Cloverfield, or you know what I mean? Like um, the one that preceded Cloverfield maybe was one of the best examples of that.
2: I think as, as a, a kid, film. like monster movies were more of sort of like a, like those MGM monsters, the Frankensteins and Dracula's and stuff like that. I mean, did anybody really think those were scary? Yeah. Did people at the time? I mean, did... Not me,
1: but people at the time, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you think they really thought they were scary? Yeah, well, I like, mean,
0: saw. The, the Exorcist, people were like passing out and like running out of the theater. They but that was later. Fire. I mean, the MGM stuff was, I mean, they were monsters with zippers. I mean, and and again, you know, a lot of this could be urban legend, but there's the stories of people freaking out over Dracula, thinking that was real. Um... But then there's also stories of people running out of the theater because they thought the train was actually going right. to come out of the screen. So uh, that was, was early, that was really early.
1: Well, yeah. okay, but let's look back around to your point, which is what constitutes a monster film versus, say, a horror film, right? right? Because, a great like, I like horror films where there's a paranormal aspect, mm-hmm. and partly because I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about something being real or not. Right? I, I agree. I don't think monsters are real. Cryptids are real, but that is. But I still enjoy a monster movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're my top, but so like what it, if you were to give a definition, Jeff, of like monster movies, what would you?
0: So I actually long before we even talked about this topic or before we started this podcast, I actually was working on a hypothesis of monster movies. And I had this whole I was starting to develop this whole elaborate classification system of different monsters. Oh, really? And then I read I, I came across something um, this week that just totally shattered everything I was thinking before. Um, and i would say there when it comes to monster movies there's there's really only two types there's um and it really comes down to two types of conflict one is uh man versus nature so you have your 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 beast movies which would be like um you know your were a werewolf or um i'm kind of blanking but just just anything where where it's it's more of man's inability to conquer nature so it's so in swamping. in that case the monster is like some, some a sort of,
1: an
2: of the environment, which might be sort of like a toxic, uh, like thing a God, or, like Godzilla, okay. like Godzilla, or Swamp the tarantula
0: theme. movies, you know, the, the killer bee movies. But it all exists
2: in this realm and doesn't need something like so, supernatural to cause it. Well, uh, I mean, the so, werewolf. Science,
0: yeah, yeah. Is no, a werewolf
2: like, supernatural
0: or just like has werewolf DNA. Well, it, it would it would be it be though when, when I'm talking about beast movies, I'm talking about things like the giant bees, the giant tarantulas. Mm-hmm and then and then you have your, your humanoids your, your the humans and you know your vamp, the vampires probably were zombies frankenstein golems and all of those movies every all of them come down to come down to xenophobia and almost all of all of those monster movies they represent the stranger they represent the other in some way and what really got me what triggered me on this before this week i had no clue that vampires that the history of vampires is tied inextric- inextricably to anti-semitism. Nosferatu oh, that was, was your Frater- article in the list yeah. Of that. okay. Yeah, Nosferatu was 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 coded as a Jew. And it goes back to it goes back to like the the 12th 11th 12th century and the concept of the blood libel. So are you are you familiar with the blood libel? Okay. Scott uh, no. Okay. Neither was I, and this is like completely fascinating stuff. The, the blood libel was the idea that Jews in Europe were kidnapping Christian children, or Christians in general, but particularly Christian children, and using the blood of Christians in matzah for Passover ceremonies. And it was it was this concept that that they were Jews were so determined to crucify Christ that that they got off on crucifying children again. So it sounds ridiculous, but this persisted for centuries. And it's, and it's a huge part of why Jews were persecuted for why they continue to be persecuted. Um, And the,
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so I think that's what's difficult is that a lot of a lot of that lore has been conscripted into nefarious purposes. But blood sucking entities, not just vampires as we know them from a European perspective, exist everywhere.
0: Right. So the the idea of a blood sucking demon goes all the way back to like Babylon. Yeah. It's 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 no it's it's nothing new. and, but the, and but... probably from the get go,
2: the people who. Like, people understand that that's a metaphor. I mean, even if you go back to to Babylon, I mean, there may be people who No, people
1: people literally believe it.
2: Well, I I understand that. But people can literally believe something and also understand that it's a metaphor for something else. And it arises actually as a metaphor. I mean, vampires are the great example of that. The way vampires have changed. I mean, you go back before Nosferatu and you've got the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which is almost more of a... um, like he's more of a zombie but he's being manipulated plus Faratu comes around like right after world war 1 right when the when europe is just like like there's this feeling of just total loss of control and they basically you know the the sort of zeitgeist is you know looking at this loss of self loss of control loss of identity. And that's what, in a lot of ways, I mean, that's what a vampire sort of does. When that vampire, you know, Nosferatu can look at you and hypnotize you. When Nosferatu looks at you and hypnotizes you, you do what Nosferatu wants you to do. Well, there was a lot of feeling in Germany that they had been tricked by their government. This would happen again, surprisingly enough, not that far later down the road that people would sort of claim that rightly or wrongly. And so, like, people understand this character at a really,
0: yeah, it, it, but again, Nosferatu in particular, like the way the way that it, that that character was designed in the movie was coded to be Jewish. The stere the stere the European stereotype of Jews. There there the the scenes and particularly the the stereotypes that Jews spread disease spread pestilence. Uh, going back to the going back to the the plague and the Black Death. Um, Jewish communities had. Quite frankly, better hygienic practices than the Christian communities. So, in, in a lot of cases, they were spared the worst of the plague. So somehow, they became associated with one spreading the plague, and also being some by whatever logic that medieval people had being immune to it. So in Nosferatu, the scenes where where Nosferatu actually is like, there's one scene where he's coming out of the shipboard, and the, the rats are that's all to to a, to a 1920s german that's signifying jewish person and at that time specifically represented a stranger or the other so oh, and if you and if okay. you look at like if you look at some of the other movies that, that we started talking about a couple when we were talking about this topic things like body snatcher movies the the concept of aliens representing the red scare or soviet invasion all of these on some way represent Um, the 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 concept that we have we trust our neighbors and we're we're scared of of strangers.
1: Well, home invasion
0: movies are totally
2: like xenophobia from the get go at the deepest level.
1: Maybe so, but sometimes aliens—the concept of aliens, which is a concept I like—that is also truly terrifying. That is not an allegory for for xenophobia. That is that is truly about. Um, that there might be other life on this earth in, in the universe i should say that's not friendly to us so that's not that is a true that's a fierce sort of thing right from but but remove
0: a, but remove eat extraterrestrial alien with hispanic or jew or african
1: i can be legit or afraid. italian no great they can all be theoretically put it as an allegory but i also think sometimes it's truly purely like i'm legit afraid of the things that might exist in the world yeah, that and that's deep... not that's not that's not about being afraid of my neighbor
0: but no or, but, but or anyone who isn't my neighbor. But 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 xenophobia xenophobia specifically is part of the human nature. It's one of the fundamental questions of any society is how do you deal with how do you how do you how do you deal with people that you don't know? I mean well, there's there's places there's places in Papua New Guinea where if you if, if one tribe member walks out of their territory, they will be killed. It's just
1: Right. But but like the fear of aliens is legit is that they're the ones who are doing something to us, right? Like that—that that fear. If we if we're gonna put aliens into monster movies, well, that fear of aliens is le- like aliens. The movie well, is straight up scary. It's a horror. Like if we're well, gonna, that's a haunted house movie. Well, right, exactly, and that's not that isn't rooted in something. I mean, you could draw, could well, you? But remember, like, as an experience, alien
0: movies are not documentaries.
1: No, I know, but they it's, are.
0: They are people. But it's
1: playing on the fear that we have that there's oh. a higher power outside of us. With more advanced technology that isn't friendly to us.
0: But okay, go back. Go back to the actual movie, The Alien. And it wasn't just that there was an alien out there; it was that the alien was possessing people, so that you could not trust the person next to you because that person might have an alien in you. It goes back to the idea of 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 immigrants spreading pestilence.
1: I I don't think I don't think so I just don't think that it's kind of strange for me to arguing in this. Sometimes the sometimes we're having a pure experience with something. Sometimes our experience with the film, or like if we look at the, we look at True Blood. You're just right? trying to
0: defend your bird position, aren't you? Well,
1: no, yeah, I don't think there's anything to argue there. They're pretty horrible, but, um, but if we look at True Blood, for example, which is, um, which is the series based on the Sookie Stackhouse series, right? So True Blood, that the uh, HBO. You guys know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Vampires are sex, right? So, so it's not always a, a fear of. It's also because Dracula was about sexual repression. So, there, there's also other things tied into it. It's not all xenophobia. It's like the movie
2: It Follows, yes. which is a oh. straight up, like, and oh, that's God. not so much monster,
1: monster in particular, but, but it is it about, is, like, yeah. if
2: you have sex in a wanton, wanton sort of way, like, you will be killed. Yes. Right? And I mean, that's not no, about be, xenophobia. No. You will
1: pass Dracula. it on. You that's will pass you get it rid it of it. right. That's right. How you get that's rid that's of
0: cool. it. Particularly going eventually back, somebody gets killed. Right. Going going back particularly to Bram Stoker's Dracula, the the actual the actual the novel. Yeah. Again, it was somebody from Eastern Europe, inv- invading. It was all about it was all about an anti-immigrant sentiment from a British perspective, because you had you had a, a Eastern European immigrant infecting people infecting from infecting
1: women. You know, in, Women in only.
0: Yeah. Yes, there is there there's a sexual component, but oh, ultimately, it's it's but more. ultimately, it is it is it is another encoding of anti-immigrant hysteria. It is all hysteria. about
2: sexism. And, and something can be more than one thing. Yeah, right. absolutely, absolutely. And so, just to no, be, it can't. Oh, it can't. No. <laughs> so so just pigeon, pigeons. Pigeons are done. bad.
1: They are just bad.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> I've been school. Right. I know now.
0: Pigeons are bad. <laughs> so, um, oh, I, you could go through this the thing again. Can you, I, tru- can you trust the people that you're too, in the same that's room
1: reducing, with? I think that's reducing it much too simply. I think that's reductionist. Is to say that all of those films are just they're all movies. about fear. They're
0: Zombie movies. Fear. Your fear. neighbors turning against
1: you. It's fear. Fear well, is something beyond your neighbors. What
2: about the sort of the new trend in horror films? Can I talk about horror films in the, where we're talking about monsters? Is it okay? Guess, yeah. Will that be all right? You guys aren't going to be mad at me. You know, there's well, this trend now it. that sort of turns and looks inside where, you know, it's like the thing that's the most scary, even though in the movie Us, yes, it's not scary. Sorry. But is really sort of like our own breakdown. Ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And hereditary, which I haven't seen, yes. but I understand that hereditary is real, about yourself. Yeah. Has that same sort of zeitgeist. Her- so
0: that's not xenophobic. It's not. That's Hereditary. of myself. Now, her- hereditary, we've. We- You've seen Hereditary mm-hmm. right yeah. now. So Hereditary might be a little bit different, but Us is 100% about the other. That's the whole point of well, it. It's it's, so. it's, because no. of the class. It's, it's all about one community invading your community and killing them and vice versa but it is That's uh, it is a
2: recognition of something that is our basically whether like union the Jungian shadow that is the fear correct. of yes. the other side of. so
0: so so we so we, we started this inadvertently talking about Biden's gaffe. but that actually goes to what you just said the other isn't always somebody from a, a foreigner the other could be somebody from a different class or a different gender or Just even not, though race doesn't exist, a different race or ethnicity.
1: Or not yourself. I mean, if that's what we're going to go down, if we're going to look at this at a purely, really, like, take it down even to a more reductionist level, monster films, horror films are about fear. And that's an interesting question, is what scares us? Like, if we can boil it down to that, like, what at what time scares us? Because I think this idea that, that we're, I enjoy the fear. I enjoy watching a film that will truly scare the shit out of me that i love that and that not everybody does some people have very low tolerance for that right but i do so there's something in me that enjoys the frisson of that fear right what and, and then the question becomes then from a cultural perspective of what is that thing that we're saying within our community, with, culturally at this moment is the thing that we fear and i and i would say that's not something that taps into my experiences like it's the fear of other is is a fundamental fear That is is being a self-contained human being. If you can trust, you can trust no one by yourself, and so you can paint any ex any other person as something to be feared. Yeah, your family. So, but that's not that's not problematic. I guess is my point. But it doesn't have to be problematic. If all you can trust is yourself, if I sit here and I'm afraid of you, that's a horror story. And you can be and your race or like where you come from isn't doesn't have to be part of that narrative, right?
2: Yeah. You know, one of the things that that comes to mind when I think about that is how during the um, during the 1980s, we start to get like, you know, the omen. And in the 70s, we have the exorcist. Right. We have these movies that sort of tap into this sort of idea that like Rosemary's Baby, that, you know, that Satan is real, acts as kind of a um, sort of a chess player in a way but picks certain people and wants them and wants to sort of like to, to take them and control them. And it's just fascinating because that came and went, I mean, we're not really seeing a lot of movies, you know, we're not on exorcist seven. Right. But it, it sort of, it had its moment. Oh, you, and you're it, not, you're not
0: a, yeah, there is, there is an unending plethora of exorcist movies, but let's say but
1: that quite not the like ones that are making, right, right. Right.
2: Yeah. And, and, Like and that has changed. Right. Right. I mean, like that thing. I mean, people were reading books, the late great planet Earth by Hal Lindsey that was saying, like, you know, the end of the world is coming and Satan is sort of a character in making this happen. And so, you know, there was this kind of like really sort of existential you felt like like the, the book was written by William Peter Blatty and it was supposed to be true right it's not of course it's not right everybody knows that the exorcist it's not true right if you're listening to this podcast it's not true the amityville horror didn't happen okay but it's presented as if it is so like we're sort of like our skin is like being scratched off because these are things that we're actually being taught to be afraid of and the media loves it because we're paying money to go see the movies
1: oh i would but I I don't think if you were to ask just a sort of random person on the street that they live in, like the fear, monster movies sort of fuel fear. That's kind of an abstracted version of it. And we are current, and I think there's a reason monster movies maybe aren't real popular right now is that we're, we are living in something that's a literal fear, like fear to go to a grocery store, fear to go to a Walmart, fear to go somewhere because we don't need any more tension In our life right now, like right. my greatest fear is a is a is a white guy walking into a place with a trench coat, right? Like that's that's a legit fear now. And, and so there's monster movies kind of lose a lot of their edge. But that sort of idea of like what you should be afraid of, that satan- uh, satanic panic, sort of that happened at that time too. But I will argue that I know people who still believe, like they're they they literally believe the devil walks the earth.
2: But is that the social wave at the moment? And
1: it's not. Correct, it's not. right. Like, but there are there are people who who, who believes certain things. And so that's, I guess my question is like, does the media really convince us that these things are quote unquote real? I mean, I think satanic panic is probably the closest we've seen of that, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting any Godzilla, you know what I mean? Like God, and that wasn't <laughs> part of what we're talking about. That but Godzilla's post Hiroshima right.
2: in Japan in 1960, when Godzilla hit the screen, Godzilla was probably closer to a real possibility than the exorcist ever was correct yes. in the mind i mean because like these people had just experienced you know real absolute horror and nobody knew how that was going to pan out
1: true we didn't yeah yeah
2: and so that's just like i mean again to me i wouldn't even call that the shadow side of it i mean that was just the projection of this fear of what happens when you bomb you know when we're bombing ourselves with you know,
0: atomic bombs yeah. and maybe nuclear. Yeah. I so I think and I'm looking over at, I'm looking over at your list over there. You got you got a Los Angeles Times article pulled up and it's got Psycho, Night of the Living Dead, Rosemary's Baby. And on some level, whether it's a monster movie, horror in general, any anything that's a fear is it's a subversion of something we take for granted, something we trust. Right. Rosemary's baby. It's not just it's not just a movie about Satan. It's actually Satan is is kind of irrelevant.
2: It's about how people
0: in condo HOAs suck. <laughs> it, it's it's the the terror of Rosemary's Baby is that the person you married, your neighbors are actually out to get you, and you can't trust them. There's I a would woman.
1: Rosemary's Baby is about the fact of motherhood. That's no, a
2: there's a woman who has a line in that movie, and her line is it's in the book too movie's really interesting. Roman Polanski, bad guy. Let's not go see his movies and pay for him, right? But if you happen to see it, there's a line in that movie where this woman says, Oh, I'm as, um, what does she say? I'm as, I'm as selfish as the day is long. And Mia Farrell laughs it off. Ha ha ha. She's totally telling the truth. And Everybody in that movie is just like, that's like when you can't trust your neighbors. And I think th- what, her, for what Jeff is saying. Or her husband. Yeah, or her husband. It turns out
0: her husband, and you
2: certainly can't trust Satan. It turns out.
0: <laughs> Who knew? You know, night, night, of the living, clues, yeah. Night, yeah. night of the Living Dead. Zombie movies in general represent, you know, we're, we're a communal species. We depend on a society to survive. Zombie movies represent the subversion of that. Of that society, where now society is the thing that's going to keep you alive, is the thing that's actually going to kill you, and it's actually made explicit in movies like Twenty Eight Days Later, where the the society they try to recreate is actually worse than the zombie invasion. And Walking Dead goes through this plot contrivance every season.
2: And I think zombie movies do this like
0: really interesting
2: job of sort of uh, identifying to us that of uh, two things that are scary, like. People who are going to chase you and bite you and kill you. Like, that's just a bad way to go. I and mean, I feel
1: like that's a very primal, yeah, that's a hindbrain, lizard kids, brain, right? that's a lizard brain response. We right? do that to yeah. each other as little kids, and that's oh. like the worst thing a kid could do. If your kid
2: bites somebody, you are like the worst parent that ever walked the. And yet, I think it's like well, there's I, this intention to do it. But also in zombie movies, like, that was a person. Who 15 minutes or an hour ago or two hours ago or whatever was afraid of the same things you are and now they have been totally hijacked so they have lost their they've completely lost their agency and to what is in their head we don't know like is there a piece of them that's still left that is horrified by what they're doing we don't know that so that would be like kill me but
0: don't make me be that yeah so we're gonna we're gonna kind of Wrap up this conversation for now. I have a feeling that we're going to be revisiting this topic shortly. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah. If we don't, re- if we stupid. don't record it,
0: if we don't record <laughs> it, we will be we will be arguing about this for the next hour amongst ourselves. Um, one thing, one thing I want to, I just want to throw out there, maybe think maybe for uh, a future topic, is particularly like with zombies and vampires, how they have changed in the last decade. The evolution. Because um, like like zombie movies. There, there's 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 a, a person in Casa Grande, Arizona that drives around a zombie hunting truck, and like he he is convinced that zombies are gonna come. I don't know if he really thinks this or not, but he fantasizes that a zombie invasion could actually happen, and that freaks me out because to me that means he secretly wants to kill me.
1: I mean, and he must have a legitimate. It's like to
0: survivalists
2: kill you. Yeah. really do want. The yeah. end of the world. We're preparing for the end of the world. They want it to come to show they're smarter than everybody else.
0: And and then what does it mean for vampires that they have t- been turned into this romanticized?
1: They weren't turned into that. Like Dracula's dead, sexy.
0: You've got it. You've got issues. <laughs> Except for Tom Cruise. No, I mean, oh, I
1: mean, interview the vampire, but Val sexy. Val Kilmer. There's Val a sexy element to right? vampires that's very different yeah. from the other creatures. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. It's, we we, we got to wrap this up, but historically, no. That's a very new. That is a very I recent. Know.
2: That's the evolution of it, right?
0: Um, so, with that being said, uh, let's just what kind of what are you what are you into this week, Courtney?
1: So one of the things that actually dovetails nicely into that. I just used dovetail, but forgive me for that. Um, I'm listening to a Real Life Ghost Stories podcast with Emma and Dan, and they're they're cracking. They're Irish and British and They just talk about ghost stories and it's great because Dan is never prepared. Emma will be like, okay, are you ready for the story? And he'll be like, no, no, I'm not, but we're gonna do it anyway. And then they'll just read a ghost story and he's always horrified and it's like delightful.
2: Cool. Scott? um, I watched, uh, because I stayed up late last night. First off, I spent about 45 minutes just queuing through Netflix and Amazon Prime just to see what I might want to watch. And then I realized that I needed to stop on something. And um, I watched a movie called Odd Thomas, which is from
1: maybe eight years ago. Oh, yeah, that's based, ago, on, yeah and so, based
2: on a book. Yeah, based mm-hmm. on a book by uh, Dean Koontz. Yep. And um, didn't think I was going to like it. had this sort of um, almost sitcom, sort of like I wasn't wild about the way it was shot. But when it was all said and done, uh, I liked it. It had some interesting themes in it, actually some pretty decent acting. And it's, believe it or not, kind of a monster movie. So even though monster movies are stupid, uh, it was worth watching.
0: You, you've mentioned Odd Thomas three times with me today, and I just remembered I actually did see that. Oh, you did see it. Yes, it yeah. was very remem- memorable. Apparently, not. yeah,
2: it's not. <laughs> it's like it, you'll watch it. Uh, go go see it, or I mean, don't go see it. You know, put it up on Amazon, yeah. watch it, and then you'll be able to walk away from it. But it's a nice. It was actually a nice story, and the hero is a decent guy.
0: So, we need some of those too. And I have just been working on getting my pool ready and have not had any energy to watch anything. so I have just been sweating and working, and that's about it. thanks for listening. That was what the What? You can follow us on social media at, at wTwpopcast. and that's on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.
1: You can also email us at W-T-W-popcast at And
2: I just want to point out to everybody that that is pop cast so we're talking POP cast
1: you can also find me on Twitter at special feather
0: and you can find me on Twitter at the BW fans and on YouTube bandwagon fans
2: and this is Scott I'm available at Facebook and Instagram as Scott Grissel
0: but with that being said um, thanks for listening to this is What the What I'm Jeff Scott Renee stay tuned for next week